1: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
0: Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing and more. You know that I like to mix my metaphors. You know that I like to stretch my legs.
1: That's right, Jack.
0: And talk about some bigger picture issues. Apple has a quarter that Wall Street goes, eh, we've seen better out of you. And you didn't hit our exact number of phones sold. And we're angry at you about that. Frankenstein's on the loose, right? Ah! So whether it's China or whether it's number of phones, whether it's margins, uh, whether it's the fact that Apple really did okay in October when other tech stocks got swacked and hit and beat up and knocked up and uh, see, there, there you go. There's the mixed metaphor. Knocked up. I just got Apple pregnant. So when other tech stocks were getting impregnated by the market, which they weren't getting impregnated by the market, they're getting knocked around, not knocked up, but knocked around. When the other stocks were, they weren't. So maybe this is just the market saying it wasn't really that bad of a quarter. It's just it's your turn to get knocked around. So when they have a bad quarter or they have a quarter that disappoints, I instantly go, I feel a little less wealthy. And when I feel a little less wealthy, what am I less likely to do? Tony Mendez, com. Good Let's morning. Let's see if his mic's working. His mic is working. Oh, that's a first. Woohoo. So if I'm feeling less confident about my Apple wealth, what am I less likely to do? Spend money. If, yeah. Spend money. Go out and get a mortgage. Get a second house. Make another baby. Um, get someone knocked
1: <laughs> <laughs> out. Knocked around, so to speak. That gets a lot more expensive, sure. It's a
0: lot more expensive. So... Apple doesn't have the greatest quarter. Now, it, uh, th- this isn't going to be systemically bad, and like, suddenly they're not going to fire. like Everyone at their new headquarters is out of a job, and that big retail apartment complex that's going up across the street no longer going to be built. It's not that dramatic, but it, it is a step in that direction, so to speak. Um, but it's, it doesn't mean we're going there, but that's the, one of the fears that I have, is that if something happens to Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, um, I drive by those companies every day. And when I drive by, I'm driving by parking lots full of people. And parking lots full of people are parking lots full of people with mortgages. And parking lot full of people with mortgages are supporting housing values uh, with supply and demand issues, so to speak.
1: Well, as far as stocks are concerned, people using those for down payments, we, we definitely see that. But most of the people that are... I mean, they're they're not going. Oh, you know, the stock's at two oh seven, um, but I can only buy a house if it's at two twenty. We don't we don't have anybody like that. I, I don't think anybody they can consider saying, um, you know, we can sell it and you know we can take some of the profits and and we feel fortunate. But most people that are buying houses are. Um, they really do plan it out it's it's not just a, a whim um, so if it's a year earlier and they plan on buying a house and they're fortunate to see a you know a stock price go up that's that's great which means maybe they can put more down payment um, right now uh, I think we're seeing two parts of the market work together we're seeing the stock market kind of level out correct correct itself as far as rates are concerned and valuations and we're seeing home prices especially in the higher end kind of slow down a little bit more inventory hitting the market i know you've seen it you're seeing more for sale signs out there um and people are thinking maybe this is where i need to sell and and take the gains and you know cash in on that winner and um and it's working out for some people to be able to make. It's slowing down, which means gives people more opportunity to to plan. But as far as a company just disappearing or relocating, um, you know, of course that could be disastrous for a lot of people and businesses that planned on on having that kind of revenue. Um, but I I don't see it happening. I mean, you you talked earlier about how people are. Are, um, our, our ecology is pretty diverse too it's but like incredibly diverse if you look at ibm and
0: a monk new york having your headquarters in a monk new york probably means if you ever move your headquarters which boeing once did from pacific northwest to chicago you would impact housing prices if not on a local level like hershey once he owned hershey uh, pennsylvania And he basically built all the houses in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And he told his workers, like, hey, come here and you get housing and I'll take it from your paycheck. And then suddenly they became not indentured servants. I have to be politically correct. They basically, and I can't say the word slave, they basically owed everything to their boss.
1: And that became a bit of a problem. And the housing never really went anywhere because it was a a one-trick town. Well, diversity definitely helps the Bay Area um, more than I think most people think it's uh, I mean, yeah, you could you could lose some of the, you know, the micro economies and, you know, those small businesses might not be as busy. And that translates and trickles down. But you know, most of the people that own homes now have owned them. Like, I think it's like 25. It's some weird number that 25 percent of people who own homes now have owned them in the last 10 years. But that, that leaves 75% of the other people who have owned it for longer. Um, so the people are staying in their houses longer, a lot longer. In, yeah, and Especially seniors. Uh, especially seniors who are living longer. Uh, people have locked in them, themselves. You can't rebuy your house. Uh, so a lot of people are locked into their house with the low interest rate and uh, you know low tax basis here in California, Prop 13. So you have this. this... That would be an interesting concept <laughs> of taking your mortgage with you it, it would be, yeah. When you sell your home,
0: if you could keep the rest of your mortgage and apply it to a new home, because you've already qualified for it, but the home, I guess, didn't qualify for it, and that's what the banks really want. Yeah, that's the, the home is the collateral. So. I know. I, just, I, had it, it,
1: a, I had a childhood six-year-old dream for a second. The, just do the paperwork, and you're, you'll be done. You're, you're moving the same amount of equity. You know what I saw yesterday? This was cute.
0: I saw a firefly in the Bay Area. I'm like, I haven't seen fireflies no. since the East Coast. This is crazy. And it was just it was shooting straight up in the air, it was shooting straight up in the air, and I was like, "It's beautiful." I, I miss fireflies. <laughs> it was hot ashes. Oh, okay. someone was barbecuing in their backyard, and hot ashes are <laughs> going up. I'm like, "That's going to burn everything down. The whole city's gone." And um, it went from a beautiful thought to a horrible thought. Somebody flicked
1: a cigarette out their window the day on the way down. I, I, I haven't seen that since the East Coast. You know, 20 years ago, um, I was kind of irresponsible of them. So Robert Schiller wrote a nice little piece this week, and.
0: I like Schiller. And again, you don't have to agree or disagree. You just have to have some positives and negatives of people you read, the flags that they say. And he says, the sharp slowdown in housing market has led to worries of a repeat of the subprime mortgage of 2007, 2008. And how housing really took a, a, a crushing blow. And I got my house. It's it's 100% more expensive now than it was then because of subprime mortgages. And it wasn't a subprime mortgage house. It wasn't a problem. But
1: all this subprime mortgages
0: helped crash the whole housing market, so to speak.
1: It's well that that's, that's his whole point. argument is that we didn't we we don't have that kind of environment right now we still have the same housing we still have the same peaks um you know we we've hit new peaks earlier this year in the bay area eight seventy five and I think may and June uh, were the Eight, uh, the high peak's announced down to 815000 median home price, so we, we are seeing the higher end come down a little bit, but uh, because of the type of mortgages and the qualifications that people have gone through, who have either bought or refi- the owners that have refinanced are on very good mortgages and low interest rates, so that snowball effect of, hey, my neighbors. Going on, I mean, I'm seeing home prices go down. It's just not going to happen. Um, so he he feels that spread, you know, throughout the whole United States as as far as the housing market is concerned. I and I've I've been talking about this for, I, and I follow Robert Schiller. I I love him as well. I think he's um, pretty level headed. He's written some great great books, and I, I highly recommend people who are interested in real estate or stocks or investing in in general to you know pick them up. We
0: don't care about your recommendations. I know you
1: don't. <laughs> <laughs> Although last week you can asked you me p- what I... Can I'd you pre- please tell me about what type of donut you like? Do you like powdered uh, sugar donuts? No, I, I, I tried this No, I, I go with old-fashioned. I'm an old-fashioned guy. Like I said, we don't care.
0: So it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at bayarealonesource.com. It's bayarealonesource.com. He does all my mortgages. Um, and we talk about mortgages pretty much so two or three times a week. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming
1: live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
0: And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7.
1: We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
0: So we learned yesterday that Miss America is no longer going to have a bikini pageant or a bikini presentation. I know you're saying, but I grew up on that. It's now no longer to be a pageant. It's now going to be referred to as a competition. I know you're saying, where are you going with this? I don't know. I, I talked a little bit about Kate Spade in the last segment, and I kind of want to talk a little bit more about it because one of the things I really like about my job is that I get to study like business successes. And I kind of put the dots together between Kate Spade and Robin Williams, and it's got me particularly flummoxed right now. So the news of Kate Spade figuring out a way to hang herself with a scarf in her home is just, it's overwhelming to me because she was one of those people that really kind of was the American dream, who comes out of college and and puts together a business plan and, and then sells it. And hits it, and one of the big things that she did really well was with her purses. And I used to invest in, in um, companies like Kate Spade and um, other fashion companies that make purses. In large part because uh, you know a four four hundred dollar purse doesn't cost two hundred four hundred dollars. It takes a lot of creativity and a lot of energy to make that kind of money work, or that idea turn into to a, a big business. But one of her big uh, thoughts that was fantastic was she took her purse, and instead of putting the name on the inside of the purse, she put Kate Spade on the outside of the purse. And it wasn't her name. It wasn't Kate Spade. So she married David Spade's brother and kind of took her first name, Kate, and his last name, Spade, and put it together. And her last name was was particularly brutal. Like, you wouldn't want to buy a purse with that name on it. Um, so that's worthy of note. But yeah, I look at how happy and sharp and quick people can be, like a Robin Williams or like a Kate Spade. And again, her name's not even Kate Spade, right? But everyone knows of you as Kate Spade. Um, so her last name was Broshnahan. And there's a famous you know, extended family member, actress Rachel Broshnahan. I'm probably saying the name pretty harshly and crackly, but that's okay. Um, so anyway, I just throw this out there because I think the world's pretty rough out there, and we we need to take a little more breaks. and We need to slow down a little bit. I see people freak out on each other living in the Bay Area, and they don't even know they're freaking out, and it's just tied towards stress of their job. I do this whole radio show to get you to retirement. I I, I don't think you're gonna be able to take a break Monday through Friday from nine to five or if you're getting up with kids from seven to five or if you're putting the kids down to bed from seven to seven i don't think we could do it it's a rough world out there try to hang on i'm gonna try to get you to retirement but depression is actually a really really big issue in the united states and successful people hit it too you know when you feel the stress and pressure of your brand and i have a brand rob black and your money I, I'm I'm toning it down now because I want the pr- I want less pressure in my life. So I'm freaked out and a little saddened that someone would take their own life, like Robin Williams, and or like Kate Spade, and again, not even her real name. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And everyone just assumed uh, David Spade, comedian, talked about his sister-in-law Katie. And it's suddenly it's like it starts becoming much, much more warm when you hear things like that. So uh, people who can make you laugh so hard, people that can inspire you with designs and color, uh, they, they suffer too. And it's something we don't much think about in this society, do we? So tech stocks are rocking and rolling, changing the subject back to stress. Tech stocks are in rally mode. That means your 401K is probably getting fatter because companies like Apple, Facebook, and Netflix are big, fat companies in an index like the S&P 500 that are market-weighted. And as they do well, so does your S&P 500 fund, so does your 401K more than likely. Tech is now about 23.5%, 26.2% of the S&P 500. So the S&P 500 is made up of 10-plus indices and sub-indices, things like retail and finance. Finance could have things like banking and brokerage stocks and insurance companies. Retail could have things like hard line, like wood, like a Lowe's or a Home Depot. You can have the soft lines, like clothing stores. And right now, tech is so fat, it's 26.2% of the S&P 500 index. That's Healthcare is a good 20%. So as those sectors go, so goes your 401k. And what I'm warning you about at this point in time is, we are at an area that we haven't been in a long time—the biggest tech waiting since November 2000. Now let's stop and think about that for uno momentero, which is Spanish. You know, for one moment. Um, I, don't don't email me and tell me it's not. That's all I ask. Don't don't pop my bubble. That's right, Jack. But the last time tech was so fat and so big of a part of the S P 500 was November 2000. Say say 200000 zero, zero, party over it's out of time. Do we remember what happened in 2000 to 2002 in tech stocks? They were murder related. Think of a baseball bat with a tennis racket head made of steel with razor blades all around it. That's what happened to tech stocks back in 2000-2002. And I'm not putting any direct comparison. I'm just saying that's one comparison. That's one thing to look at is the weighting. Now, again, Apple's going to have better earnings expected next year versus this year. So that's going to help that weighting look a little bit less in the S P 500 index. I'm not going to scream, you know, bloody murder. I'm not going to scream, like, get out of the markets now. I'm just going to say, take a look at your 401k today. If you wanted it at 20% allocation for tech, and it's at 26.2 now, maybe you say, where maybe healthcare needs more love maybe retail needs a little more love maybe finance needs a little more love maybe income stocks need a little more love in my portfolio maybe a small cap russell 2000 companies looky looky i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more
1: you're listening to rob black and your money on am 1220 kdow on the iheart radio app want the podcast with music Find the link to the
0: other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Please don't panic. Today's last day to get a Whopper at McDonald's. Whoa. I hate that story. I know you're saying Whopper at McDonald's. Something's wrong. So Burger King is trying to push their app, and their way they're doing it is: get you to McDonald's and turn the app on, and it'll look at your GPS and it'll say, "Whoa, he's in McDonald's. He can get a Whopper for a penny." Do we really need penny whoppers? It's, it's a question. And what's what's surprising to me is I did the story, you know, twelve days ago on the television station that I work with, and everyone in the studio was wildly excited about a penny. Whopper that you can get and put in your belly. And I'm like, okay. So I'm the wrong audience for this this story, per se. And then I see today, you can get 12 Krispy Kreme donuts on the 12th of December today. It's the day of the dozens. I know you're saying, um, the Day of the Dead? No, 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 no. The Day of the Dozens. With any purchase of any dozen donuts, you can get a dozen of the chain's original glazed donuts for a buck. There's a limit of two deals per per, per customer. So you want to be the the party hero? Show up with twenty four donuts and see who dies first. You or your boss of jealousy um yeah I, I don't quite get some of these deals uh December twelfth is also oddly enough national ambrosia day I am like ambrosia is that what is ambrosia like I don't quite know what ambrosia is and I'm like is that uh, something you slip in someone's drink to get them kinda like toasty don't. no um today is also December twelfth is national Dingling day. I don't know what to say to that. It's also Gingerbread House Day, and it's also Poinsettia Day. So I'm kind of imagining somewhere out there, somewhere out there, someone works at a Poinsettia Foundation and said, what day can we make National Poinsettia Day? And somehow people give them money. Maybe it's florists. Maybe it's, I don't know. But for some reason, it's National Point Set-a-day. We got too many freaking fracking days in this world. In my opinion. 800-516-1220. To get your calls on the air, anything you want to talk about, we could talk about money investing and more. We could talk about Krispy Kreme when mm. they give a dozen donuts oh, away that's... for free. If you buy a dozen donuts, or a dozen donuts for a buck, if you buy a dozen donuts. To me, that screams of publicity, Right? you got to be really really careful on publicity. Um, in my opinion just you, you got to kind of learn what when a company's telling you it's a press release versus when a company's telling you, you know, hey, here's our numbers. All we are asking is give peace a chance. Comments from President Donald Trump over trading the rest of Huawei Technology CFO lifted US stocks today. Woo. There's some peace overtures coming from China. Nice. Can the gains last? Can we get to our Santa Claus rally? Who knows? Theresa May, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, faces a leadership challenge. She may be out. Uh, My personal opinion is I don't care. So I look at the euro... 10, 11, 12, 13 nations as a group now, and not so much as the United Kingdom. They're just not as as important um, as taking a look at something like China. So she faces a leadership challenge. CalPERS, I think you're saying CalPERS. Let me think about CalPERS for a second. California Public Employees Retirement System. It's a big, big pension fund. So if you work for the state of California, you participate in the CalPERS retirement fund, right? Um, they say, no, we will not invest in tobacco. No, tobacco. Tobacco is no. bad. Tobacco causes cancer. Tobacco is, uh, it ruins the world It makes people's teeth yellow. Oh, I love the smoker laugh. Gets me every time. When I try to do it, it makes me cough. Um, So they say no to tobacco, right? But listen to this. Height of hypocrisy. Calpers is willing to say yes to marijuana. Oh, well, that's interesting, right? All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McGuire. (laughs) He likes playing bongos. So they do a third quarter filing. Because that's the calendar year that they're on. And, and they they have a position in Tilray. Now, that's important because, A, it's a big fund. And big buys big, right? It's the largest pension fund in the United States. I, I, th- I think there's some hypocrisy of saying no to tobacco, but yes to marijuana. And it just goes to show you, like, hey, you know they're trying to beat the market. They're trying to stay ahead of the market. They're trying to be the market. In 2000, CalPERS sold its position in tobacco stocks and imposed a limited ban on investing in tobacco-related companies. So you go back 19 years on that, right? They say that they missed out on $3 billion in returns through 2014 because they didn't invest in tobacco. Whoa. Um, CalPERS could have used that for sure because as of last year, it had $138 billion unfunded liability. Now, stop and think about that for uno momentero. You work for the state of California for your whole life. You're expecting to get some sort of set return in retirement, right? But they're $138 billion short. And one of the reasons they're short is because they said, we, we said no to tobacco. Tobacco stocks generally kick out a big old dividend, um, in general, not always, but in general. So CalPERS has recommended removing all restrictions against investing in tobacco in 2016. So they kind of flip-flopped, right? Um, investing in tobacco would pit CalPERS' portfolio against the financial and the physical well-being of its members in the rest of California. That's the the issue, but there's a loophole, right? Now, they can hire third-party fund managers to help with their... You know, massive, massive retirement fund. And the third party people can do whatever they want. So, Tilray isn't CalPERS' only exposure to marijuana. They have 587,000 shares of Constellation Brands, ticker symbol STZ. Now, Constellation Brands, if you look at it, they do beer, wine, and spirits. And they too have taken a big stake in marijuana by investing into canopy growth, ticker symbol CGC. I'm not an expert, but everything sh- is showing me at this point in time that canopy growth is basically they're, they're, they're producing a commodity. Now, what's interesting about this is marijuana is commodity. It's a plant, right? You can grow marijuana almost anywhere. So I hear if you have a, a warm home and the right light, you can grow marijuana in your home. So there's a little bit of question about canopy growth. Like, yeah, they're going to be massive weed farmers, per se. So if you ever thought about investing in corn, you're like, whoa, I get it. Corn is subject to pressures that commodities sometimes fall into. The weather. So bad weather, drought could lead corn to spike in price next year. But drop in price this year is you have to harvest everything and kind of kill the plant, per se. You're like, whoa, same thing with marijuana. What's interesting is canopy growth is based out of Canada. And if you know anything about Canada, it's kind of like an, a cold Arctic tundra. It's not exactly known for its Maui Wowie, which is lush tropical jungle, right? Maui. Can we call it jungle? Or am I being too, too, too mean? That's where you want to grow weed, Maui. Not necessarily Canada, but it is what it is. So you think Hawaii will jump on the marijuana bandwagon at some point because they got they got they got the brand right, Maui Wowie. Um, and for the record, I like Hawaii. I, I, there's parts of Hawaii that I don't like, like being a tourist in Hawaii. It's just not fun, right? It's it's well, it's fun, it's relaxing, but you kind of feel like you're getting a nickel-dime. Or, you know, you're like, every steak on the island is $50? Yep. <laughs> and fish is, like, you kind of feel taken when you get them Why?
1: That's terrible.
0: Oh, that's terrible. And you know what? I never need to do another law in my life. Ever, never, ever, never. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Are we over-saturated with Imagine Dragons? Maybe. Are we over-saturated with owning winners like Amazon? Maybe. Stock's been on a tear this year. And one analyst says 2019 will be a good year for Amazon. In a report today, out of Cohen, John Blacklitch says, Amazon is the firm's best bet in 2019. Now you're like, well, I kind of feel like it's already run. I kind of miss that train. kind of miss that boat. Like a house on a hill, I remember you. Amazon's kind of got that that kind of beautiful image in your head, right? Like, I wish I would have owned that stock. If only I'd owned that stock... I would have been cool. I would have been loved. Women would have fallen for me. Men would have bought me drinks. But I didn't buy Amazon. And one analyst is saying you can buy Amazon and make money in 2019. Fentanyl has overtaken heroin as the deadliest drug. Dun, dun, dun. Synthetic opioid. Responsible for killing 18,000 overdoses in 2016. So fentanyl, I know you're saying, can I invest in fentanyl? I don't know. That's not the point. Let's talk about Amazon. Back to Amazon, right? Like a house on a hill, you remember how great it was, and you are like, if only I had bought it. And one analyst is saying, it's got 37% upside in 2019. And you're like, 37%? Well, let's, let's let's go figure that out, John. If I put my money in a bank, $1,000 in the bank, I'll earn less than 1%. Or I can put my money in Amazon and become an owner of the company and get thirty seven percent so says one analyst right this year two thousand eighteen I know you're saying when I was a young boy, I didn't think two thousand and eighteen was ever going to happen, but here it is it's two thousand eighteen it's up forty one percent this year, and one analyst sees it up another thirty seven percent next year now again, I don't know i I don't want to make fun of addictions. Some people are addicted to Krispy Kreme donuts. I get it. But how about being addicted to outperformance, right? Is there a little bit of behavioral finance in this story? Maybe. The analyst says the company has market share gains ahead of itself in apparel and grocery. So they can pick up business in apparel and grocery. I kind of agree with that. The analyst also goes as far as to say that Amazon not only has gains ahead of itself in apparel. i gotta, I got to get more socks. i got to get more socks. But the company also has significant international growth opportunities. Interesting, right? You're like, oh, I did not know that. People in Chile want to order on Amazon. Can't they just go to the Amazon um <laughs> uh, a ge- little geography joke, right never works, it always falls dead Very but funny. the says apparel growth, grocery growth, international growth these are things you're looking for the ability to open up the ability for Amazon to maintain its web services dominance, right eight hey, web services. Amazon Web Services, uno numero, or numero uno. I don't know. which. Do you put in front of it or behind it? I don't know. But they also have growth in advertising. And I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm a little put off by the advertising. Not to the point that I'm willing to quit Amazon, because I can't quit you. I can't quit you. But the advertising is a little putting off, right? I can't quit you, though. So... It's interesting because, like, I, I see more advertising on Facebook, and it, it does turn you off, right? And you go, wait, wait, aren't I paying Amazon a subscription service? But that's prime delivery, right? That's for delivery, not necessarily excludes advertising. And you're like, ugh. Oh, would I pay extra to exclude the advertising? Maybe. But, see, what's interesting about Amazon is if I need socks, I got size 14 feet. You know what they say about big feet, right? Big shoes socks oh,
1: my, my,
0: my. so my socks if i buy men's large socks size 12 they don't fit i needed to go like freakish side size um i know you're going where's this story going first thing i check i i, I search amazon for socks and I, I see my orders in the past that socks that i've gotten and i've liked done but then there's like some advertising thrown in there now and you're like ooh. These socks are pink and pretty and furry. maybe I'll go that direction and it's it's brought to you advertisement by pink furry socks right but it is a little putting off but it's still not kind of a, a prime impediment per se. Oh listen, look at my look at me and my my use of Amazon Prime and prime <laughs> um, so you get further penetration and I think Amazon's doing everything right and what's interesting about Amazon? They seem to figure out ways of invading other people's territory, and that's a good thing. If you could invest it in the, uh, uh, was the Mongols? I, I don't know. If you could invest it in some sort of crazy tribe that like plundered Asia and Europe, there's business in that, right? And Amazon's plundering at this point in time. They're plundering other businesses. I don't think the analyst is wrong about 2019, because I think Amazon's going to pull some rabbits out of their hat and say, hey, we'll do drug delivery. Hey, we'll do food delivery. Hey, we'll buy a delivery company like Lyft. They'll do something special in 2019. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money more.